0: Picture this, you need a job, okay? You think about where you would like to work at, that'll be less hassle while getting a check. You also think about what you're qualified for. Now, off to the races. What's one of the few things you need to apply for a job? Yep, a resume. In some cases, you need a vita or a record showing you've done some of the qualities you're applying for. Okay, boom, you make a resume. If you're smart, you make multiple ones to cater to the said job. You get the resumes flying to these jobs, then they get there and the HR person rips them up in your face. This is what happens to us DJs when we put our mixes online and in some cases when we stream online. These mixes are the resumes that gets us gigs and even jobs. Yes, there is a difference. And they're stripped down due to rules. Since when did resumes have rules? That's just the 10th of what we go through. What's the world, everyone? I'm Mr. Al P from the NPN Network. This podcast is about the world of a disc jockey, or as you would call them, DJ. We'll be analyzing their work ethics, how they survive in this new world, the glories and the misconceptions they're faced with, and much more. Introducing The Tables Might Wobble. Episode 2, That's Law. The idea of the series came about in 2018, and surprisingly, I stalled on actually working on this. I wrote some ideas down, left it there, came back to it, good life happened, bad life happened, came back to it, and so on. Throughout it all, I was aware of the various rules and regulations that were in place for DJs, but as soon as the pandemic appeared and us DJs had to pivot to online entertainment, it seems as if the rules got stiffer. During the spring and summer of 2020, DJs were faced with all kinds of restrictions that kept us offline. It was bad enough that majority, if not, all of our gigs were postponed indefinitely or straight up canceled. So for us to keep our DJing careers afloat, we depended on streaming live, via Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, or Twitter now. And our newly friend to us DJs, Twitch. When that picked up in the published radar, the violations were handed out and it gave a lot of DJs discouraging vibes. It's November 2021 and life is slowly getting back to normal, but the laws aren't budging. DJ mixes are still being taken down from YouTube and SoundCloud. Instagram will stop your live stream if you play music that is copyrighted. Yeah. At
1: the end of the day, behind every track we play, there is someone who created it. Not only is there someone that created it, there's probably someone who produced it,
0: mastered it, there's a team of people working in a and The entire record label has hundreds of thousands of people working around the world. And that's, you know, how we get our music and how we do our jobs. And those people deserve paying for the work and the time and the talent that they put into these tracks. On June 11th, 2020, The Verge released an article stating that Twitch would be going through profiles and deleting copyrighted music. Per the article, the streamers won't be penalized. But speaking of being penalized, beginning on October 1st, 2020, Facebook stated that they'll be removing accounts if the users violates the rules of playing live music. This includes DJs and live bands. Yeah, live bands. We already know that YouTube doesn't play that. and Your live video will be flagged quicker than the interference. To save time, we'll elaborate on this period. With anything... It's a backstory that leads up to this dilemma. So when it comes to the DJ, you know, the online streamings and stuff like that, um, you know, people be on IG Live, Facebook yeah. Live and they stream and then, you know, of course it cuts their it cuts it off when they play a certain song or whatever. The myth yeah. the myth going around with DJs is that if you play a print song my, a michael jackson song a beyonce song <laughs> or a beatles song it's gonna get cut yeah. off so yeah. it's funny because like when i play i think about it when i play like four on the stage i'm like yeah i'm not gonna get flagged for that so <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah so yeah. do you uh i guess for like a better phrase agree with how they treat that and and their methods on 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 that as far as I guess that's the FCC. I guess I don't know who who is the mysterious person that's like ah you you can't play <laughs> yeah, this yeah. like I don't know who that is. But do you feel like that's fair to the DJs that this happens?
1: Um, look, I, I you know once again my background is a DJ, so I'm always gonna fight for the DJ culture.
0: That's DJ Chill Will, the founder of Sound of Duval, an online radio station. He's also a DJ, program director, and dope guy. He was the first to give me a platform to showcase my DJ mixes. And if you haven't heard, it's called Cubicle Music Mondays. I don't
1: think it's fair, and you know things changed in what year was that when uh, DJ Drama got arrested for the mixtape? Oh yeah, that, yeah. You know 2000s. that 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 <clears throat> that's when everything changed in the music business. Quick backstory. DJ Drama
0: is a national DJ and is known for his gangster Grill mixtapes. In 2007, Drama and DJ Cannon were arrested by the feds for bootlegging and racketeering. This happened due to the RIAA putting the spotlight on them for selling mixtapes. What?
2: What? After
0: this happened, it reshaped the music world, primarily the hip-hop and DJ world. Now, back in the day, Napster and LimeWire were getting
1: flagged, but Drama was definitely the poster boy for this fair use game. Understand, before that, we, you know, I got records. My records came in the mail, and it said for promotional use only. Because of course we're promoting the artists. we're promoting the record company. Mm-hmm. That's what you do on a radio station. So, you know, we're we're not. They're gonna let us do it. They're gonna let us play this song and stuff like that. And it's still that way. I mean, radio stations still have to pay. You know, you got to pay ASCAP. You got to pay BMI. You th- these are the people that pay the songwriters and the producers and stuff like that. So so that you know they pay a blanket amount for that you know, for, for them to be able to do that. Now understand that the internet, the internet is the wild, wild west. That's Mm -hmm. the easiest way to explain it because a lot of stuff is not regulated at all, Mm -hmm. it's not. So the internet is still the wild, wild west record companies are still trying to figure it out, figuring
0: it out, meaning that the labels and the regulators want to have control over how the music is being used when a DJ is simply promoting the music free promotion at that because listen majority of the djs in this world aren't taxing people to buy their mixes all right we're simply here to provide a vibe for said event we get paid for the service of not the distribution of so that's what a great area comes to play it's an unnecessary area but hey
1: so nowadays like i said after dj drama and the whole mixtapes and things like that um, you know, me and you and other DJs, we've dealt with SoundCloud. I know you've got mixes taking off SoundCloud. I've got mixes taken off SoundCloud. I have got mixes taken off soundcloud i do not like that because I think if, if we're showcasing, if we're showcasing our mixes, if we're showcasing music, I don't think it should be taken down. If it's a situation where we're not out there selling it and making money, I think it should be, it should be fine, but it's not.
0: Remember that story I told y'all earlier, right? This is where the job, the resume, that type of stuff. Right? Hmm?
1: You know, once again, like these record labels, they're, they're not having it. You, you can put something up on YouTube and I might just be, have a video of, of me and my family at a cookout. And then I put a song underneath it. YouTube will flag it and take it off. Mm-hmm. That's just because, oh, you don't, you know, you don't own the rights to that music. You know, so they will flag it and take it off. I don't. I don't agree with it, especially when back in the day it was no problem as long as you are promoting the artist, promoting the label, and things like that. I don't like the way it has changed because I feel like it's like you changing the rule in the ninth inning. Yeah. You know, y'all let us do it before, but now all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a DJ, but you, you want to pull my mixes, right. even though I feel like I'm creating something too. You know, I'm, 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 I might use what you created, but now I've created something totally different. But, you know, they, they don't really see it that way.
0: Will makes a great point about the creating side. On top of us not being able to submit our resumes to the world, it hinders the creative side. People will tell you ways to beat the system, right? Play the song fast, do remixes, yeah, don't play I'm the good. full song, yeah, all yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I don't want to waste time doing all that. I just want to jump on my tables, do a mix for my folks, and hopefully someone would think it's dope, and then I'm booked. It's discouraging to some, but hey. We'll be back after this commercial break.
2: Hi, this is Crown Riri.
0: And this is Mr. Al Pete requesting you to press play and listen to our podcast, Flowers for the Culture, the show that gives flowers to people, places, and things that have influence on the culture. And
2: we also
0: remind the culture to give flowers now. Don't wait. So check us out. Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. NPN LC.com. Everywhere. We everywhere. Please check us out, y'all. What's great, everybody? It's Mr. Al P Mr. Peters' Neighborhood. We recently collaborated with The Sound of Duval to play some of the podcasts from the Neighborhood Podcast Network. This will happen on Sundays from 8 p.m. to midnight. So you can listen at soundofduval.com and on the Sound of Duval app that you can download from your app store. Every Sunday from 8 p.m. to midnight, catch some of the cool podcast shows from the neighborhood. Make sure you follow Sound of Duval for their weekly shows and content. This be the moves, y'all. Enjoy. To the top. On Saturday, February 19th, 2022, join Friends of James Webb and Johnson Park for JWJ's Hip-Hop Festival, Litton Duval's Legendary Voices, a family-friendly festival that will celebrate the past, present, and future of hip-hop. MCing, DJing, breakdance, graffiti, and knowledge. JWJ's Hip-Hop Festival will feature performances and demonstrations by Mass, Mass Appeal, Mr. LP, Energy, She of Love Culture, Rochelle of Indemis, and many more, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday, February 19th. For more information, visit jameswellandjohnsonpark.org. Alright, uh for documentation's name. Name, profession, all that stuff. <laughs>
2: Bernard B, aka DJ Bernard B. The the uh the legendary.
0: Bernard B is more than the DJ. His hands are in a lot of pots when it comes to music. He's the founder of Southerlistic Radio and the director over Rewind Rewired. An event where multiple DJs come together and spend the best old school and throwback music. I have uh, my second episode where I kind of want to dig into is uh, like the whole copyright thing, the whole copyrights and like how Facebook knocks us off and stuff like that. Like, I've, I wanted to talk to you about it a lot because when we talked last week, I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I want to talk to Bernard. Yeah,
2: because they don't, they, Facebook is not paying uh, nobody. Bernard knows
0: all about live streaming. He's even giving me some pointers on how to not get flagged when spinning. So when Facebook started popping off about banning DJs from spinning, one of the many thoughts was, how is that going to affect him? Because he's on there daily doing mixes, but it hasn't stopped him. But I put that on the fact that he's an OG or a legend. Well, he's both.
2: All the companies went after Facebook, man. Like, every sony universal um what is it b bmi sony bmi universal paramount It's a few more others um, but those are the majors sony bmi universal they went to facebook and like look y'all are producing music what you're here next
0: is bernard explaining the tactics facebook use on djs playing music online I want you all to pay attention to how this process affects the creative side of DJing. Going through all of these steps and overriding the red flags is time-consuming and overall aggravating. Before we get into this, I want to mention that Facebook and other companies like Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, SoundCloud, has released statements on ways where you can make your live streams great without using copyrighted music. But yo... The royalty-free music catalog doesn't include Jeezy and SZA, and getting approved from each artist you play online is a long shot to make happen. So you see, this puts us back to square one or zero.
2: Artists don't care. The record companies, and here's the thing, record companies don't care about the mom and pop bodega or the little restaurant on the corner or the bar and grill around the corner. They don't care about those. But when you're reaching... Almost a billion customers or subscribers, I should say, Mm -hmm. or almost, you know, X amount of million customers. They care because that's streaming revenue that their company can get. So because they're missing out on the streaming revenue, they went to Facebook and said, look, because music is being played on your site. On your platform, we need you to license all of this music. Can you imagine Facebook paying to license Every song, Every song. billions, billions, trillions. trillions. Yeah. And Facebook was like, no, we're not going to do that. So what we will do is and it was they they started getting lax with it. They said we will erase all content that is not copyright. I won't
0: go too deep into this part, but think about the whole subscription model that they have in place where the consumers can pay to hear us play, and where we can pay to play. That's one way to cut the costs. but Facebook and Instagram specifically haven't changed to that model, whereas Mixcloud has become the king of this model. But you have to get your fans to use the platform. It's bad enough that consumers don't even like the click links, so good luck with getting your fans to download yet another app where they're fine using Instagram and Facebook. FYI. Instagram and Facebook are two of the top five social media apps consumers use the most. Also, getting someone to pay for something that should be free, it ain't happening. And I'm supposed to explain to them that they should pay because the social media app is blocking us DJs from playing music?
2: Again, square zero. And after researching, when they changed their algorithms, they actually joined up, and a lot of people don't know this, Um, Facebook started using the same algorithms as Shazam. And basically what it was was because if I'm walking by a restaurant and they're playing music and I'm live, I'm not in the restaurant. I'm not even there. I just walked by it. Mm -hmm. So then what they started doing was saying, okay, you weren't there but we picked up four seconds of Planet Rock. So we're only, we're going to erase four seconds of your video. Mm. And because uh, if you ever If you ever seen this show With Jamie Foxx Beat Shazam uh, yeah. It takes Shazam Three point Whatever seconds To pick up a song mm-hmm. So If Shazam can pick it up So can Facebook Long story short Facebook said We're not going to pay The copyrights um, To these companies So This is what we'll do On our end To combat that I mean it, It's crazy With this copyright And infringement Because It's just People expression.
0: Thinking back on the beginning of the pandemic, DJs were the true saviors of the world. DJ D-Knight's basically had the world on his IG, and DJ Jesse Jeff had us rocking every Saturday afternoon. So think about your favorite DJ, local or national, who made things better. Those DJs expressed themselves, even when they had to go live after being shut off due to copyrights. For me, it was frustrating setting up a makeshift studio on the spot, making sure the camera was angled right, promoting that you're going live at 8 p.m., all for the copyright guards to cut your live down within 15 minutes of your set. Regardless, I pushed through. Along with the world of DJs, we were expressive, and it helped a vast amount of people keep their sanity. And we won. We didn't necessarily beat the system, We created it. Hell of a resume, right? On the next episode, we'll talk about the multiple hats that DJs wear with more than just the person that plays the music, okay?
2: All of those things falls on... Especially if you're a one-man show, quote unquote, and you've hired everybody else, it falls on that one person to make sure
1: everything happens. I do well with others and I can I can go into other situations and, and work with other people, but at the end of the day, I like I like hosting things and like my vision is not always seen and so I have to just kinda do my thing.
0: Thanks for listening to The Tables Might Wobble, an original podcast by the NPN Network. I'm Mr. Al P. This show was produced and written by me with editing and mixing by me. What? Music and sound design by me. For more information on the NPN Network, swing by npn-lc.com and follow MPN Management on Instagram and Twitter and the MPN Network group page on Facebook. You can also follow me at Mr. Alpete MPN on Twitter and Mr. Alpete on Instagram. For sponsorship inquiries or just to let us know how dope we are, email us at mpnmanagement at gmail.com. Building but becoming, y'all. To the top.